Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground, where the word of God takes you to places where the unseen is active and alive, where a void that only God can fill is in your heart, where darkness covers your heart, the foundation of God's kingdom is being laid, where growth is happening, where the seed from the God's word is being sown, and where repentance from deep conviction starts. It's the underground. And who am I? Just a voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 4, 17, from that time, Jesus began to preach saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. After hours. 1 Peter 5, 8. 1 Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Being sober-minded has to be high alert right now for us believers. We have to have a sober mind. We have to be in places that keeps us sober-minded. We have to be around people who have sober mind, a clear mind, a clear conscious, a conscious so we can be able to hear the, the, hear the instructions and the directions from the Holy Spirit. We have to be sober-minded. And in order to be sober-minded, we can't be taking too much drugs in our body. Can't, can't be drinking too much alcohol, can't be turning up too much, can't be shooting up things in our veins, can't be popping all type of pills. We have to be sober-minded. God is giving you a mind, a power, a sound mind, not to be confused, but to be sober so you can hear a clear instructions from God in these last days. We have to be sober-minded. You don't need to be around people, believers, saints of God, holy people of God, that's pressuring you or conforming you or giving you anything that makes you not be sober-minded. You got to get away from those people right now before you go down a dark hole that you may can't climb back out of. You can't shake some of these drugs out here just when you feel like you can. Speaking from an experience. Sometimes some drugs can take you to places in a dark hole that, hey, you never thought you would be in. So I don't want you guys to start getting comfortable with certain things that you're doing. Some of us don't want to have a sober mind because we just don't want to be in reality. So we're hoping drugs can take us away from being sober, being able to look at ourselves with a sober vision, being able to look at our life in a sober mindset. See, a sober mindset brings accountability. A sober mindset brings conviction. A sober mindset brings accountability. 
and it makes you have to work towards things. See, when you don't have a sober mind, you're able to be lazy. You're able to act confused. You know, you're able to complain. You're able to point the finger at other people. You're able not to be accountable for the things that you have to work on in your life. So this is one of the reasons God is asking us. He's asking his children right now. Hey, I need you guys to get sober minded. If you're having problems with that, you need to start taking steps to become sober. They, they have a lot of uh, AAU classes out there. They have a lot of ministries out there that can probably help you. If you need to cry out to somebody, you need to talk to family members, talk to friends, ask them for help to get your mind sober. And this has nothing to do with just drugs either, by the way. You know, this can be about just anything that can get our minds off the will of God. I feel, I believe that when your mind is not on the will of God and not on the purpose of God, I believe you're not sober. Anything that gets your, gets your mind not focused on the most high, I believe it is taking you away from a sober mind, a sober reality. It also says be watchful. We got to be watchful. We got to watch where we at. We got to watch the people we around. We got to watch the people we bring around our family. We got to watch what we are watching. We got to watch what we listening to. See what I'm saying? We got to watch where we spending our money at. We got to watch how we using our money. We got to watch what we invest in things in. We got to watch what we put in our body. We got to watch what, what uh, pastors or preacher or bishops or churches that we listening to. We got to watch these things. And we should be watching with a sober mind. You can't be watchful and you're not sober. You can't be watchful and drunk. You can't be watchful and high all the time. You can't be watchful and doped up all the time. You can't be watchful with heroin in your system. You can't be watchful with Percocets all in your system. You can't be watchful. It's easy to get to you. Yeah, because when you on them type of things, man, you you all out, you all out, out of sync. You off balance. It's easy to run up on you and do whatever we need to do with you. You see what I'm saying? So that's why you got to be watchful. You got to be alert. Got to be alert. You got to always feel like it can be your last day, man. And we seeing it a lot. A lot of dudes out here not waking up, man. A lot of dudes out here just because they not watching. Getting caught slipping. You see what I'm saying? They not watching where they going. They not watching out for their surroundings. And see, the Holy Spirit can guide you and lead you to places and around people where it's safe at. There's a safe haven where there's peace at. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of us are not in a sober mind to hear that from God. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around 
like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And it's easy to devour anybody who's not sober and who's not watchful. That's easy. Pray for the lion. Watch the animal planet and see how a lion, a lion or a lioness attack they prey. See how they catch them other animals slipping because they're not being watchful. And that's how we are out here as believers. That's how the devil is able to sneak up on us anytime because we're not sober. You see what I'm saying? We need to have that word in us and on us at all times. Like the streets say, you need to have that thing on you. Well, we need to have that word on us. We need to have our armor on at all times. We need to have the armor of God on us at all times. So we won't get caught slipping. You see what I'm saying? Let me read a couple of more verses. First Peter 4, 7. This is about being sober. Especially to my young people. Especially to my young people who claiming that they the children of God. You know what I'm saying? Well, being a, a, a child of God, the responsibilities of that is you have to be sober. And I know this is an age and a time in people's life that, you know, we like to try things when we're young. You know, well, I'm here to hold you accountable with this word God is saying, I need you to be sober. I know you up on that college campus, but I still need you to be sober. I know you're going to your little high school parties, your little high school kickbacks, but he said, I need you to still be sober. I know you like to go hang with your friends in the dorm rooms and kick back after a long week of classes and tests, but God said, I still need you to be sober. Yeah, I know them fraternity parties finna be lit. They finna go down. You hear what I'm saying? It's finna go down. But God said, I need you to be sober. Matter of fact, I, I, I'm going to need you to be watchful. So 1 Peter 4, 7, the end of all things is at hand. You hear that? The end of all things is at hand. The end of all things is at hand. Don't ever think something just go last forever. Don't never think something just go last forever. It's just going to be roses and petals forever. God say the end of all things. The only thing that's going to stand is his word. The only thing that's going to stand is his word. The grass rhythm, but the flower fades. You see what I'm saying? Everything fades. But the word of God would endure forever. It's at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled. Be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Be self-controlled, not people-controlled, hmm? not wife-controlled, not husband-controlled, not boyfriend-controlled, not girlfriend-controlled. It says control, self-control. Not of us trying to control too many other things except ourselves. Control your sobriety. You can't force anybody or anything to do anything that they don't want to do. Okay? 
can't force nobody nothing. You can't force nobody to do nothing. So you have to control yourself for the sake of your prayers. You need to be sober. You need to be in self-control for the sake of your prayers. So when them prayers are answered, you are in right position to accept them. A lot of people prayers come through, but they just not even ready for it. You're not ready for the blessing. You out of pocket. You slipping. You under the influence. You're not even ready for the blessing. You can't accept God's blessing, perfect gift for your life under the influence. Come on. Come on, young brother. You got to get up off them drugs. You got to stop putting that alcohol in your body. Mm -mm. Come on, young sister. You can't be popping all those pills like that. Talking about you own one. Yeah, you own one, all right. You own one, you own on a disastrous road. That's what you own. You own a road that leads to death, young man. You cannot be sober-minded, always under uh taking drugs and popping pills and drinking lean and all that type of stuff. You can't be sober-minded. It, it just don't go. Okay. And we got to be in self-control over our thoughts, over our anger. A lot of us are letting our anger get the best of us. A lot of us dudes, us men, we're getting locked up for half our life, if not life sentences, because a moment of anger. You're trying to control somebody else and that anger gets you in rage. And now you're in the prison cell doing 50 and 60 and 70 years of your life because you couldn't control your anger. You wasn't sober minded enough to control your anger. That wasn't God's plan for your life to let anger strip you of 60 and 50 and 40 years of your life. No, that's why we got to be in control of that. That's why we need to be sober minded. We have made terrible mistakes under the influence. We know that. Some of y'all right now, you can think of those mistakes right now that you have made under the influence. That wasn't God's plan for your life. Now, so from, from, from now on, we got to make up in our mind that, hey, you know what? I'm going to be sober. I want to have a sober mind. And I want to be in control of my own anger, my own feelings my own insecurity, my own emotions, I'm going to be in control of them. Okay? Let's go to uh, 1 Peter 1, verse 13. 1 Peter 1, verse 13. It says, therefore, preparing your minds for action. You see that? Preparing our minds for action. We got to get our minds ready for the battle. 
We got to get our minds ready for persecution. We got to get our minds ready for the stress that may come with walking with God. With the loneliness that may come with walking with God. With the conflict that may come with walking with God. We need to start preparing our minds right now. You see what I'm saying? That's what the, that's what the scripture is telling us. Prepare your minds for action. Prepare your minds against the, the, the evil thoughts that the enemy try to plant in your head, uh, against your feelings that try to come against the word of God. You got to prepare your mind for those things because it's going to be a war. It's going to be an all out war once you start accepting the will of God for your life. It's, it start when you start accepting nothing but the word of God. Everything is going to try to come against that. It's going to be so much attacks that come against that. And most of those attacks is going to come from your own thinking, from your own feelings, from your own condemnation. It rallies, it, it, you know, other people rarely affect your walk. It's you that you're going to have to prepare your mind to face. It's the old you that's going to have to prepare and get ready for what God is trying to do in your life. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded. Again, there goes that word, being sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. See, our minds should be on that. We sh our minds should be on the revelation of the grace that God is going to give us, of the gifts God is going to give us. That's what our minds should be focused on. On the kingdom of God. It should be focused on these things. And it's hard to be focused on these things if we are not in a sober mind. You see what I'm saying, saints? It's going to be hard to focus on the kingdom of God if we're up under the influence. So I just want you guys to know that. And, and, and uh, a quick definition of sober, when I look it up, it's just basically not affected by alcohol, not drunk. Okay? Not affected by any alcohol or not being drunk. But we, uh, it also can be mean just for when we talk about being not being intoxicated. It talks about that. It's different uh, being uh, marked with a, a moderation. That's another definition. Having a moderation or seriousness to yourself. That's another definition of being sober, being seriousness, a certain seriousness about yourself. You see what I'm saying? You got to let people know. You got to let the enemy know that I'm serious about this walk. I'm serious about this walk. First Thessalonians chapter five and six says, so then let us not sleep. So then let us not sleep. Let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. 
We can't fall asleep, spiritually speaking. We can't fall asleep on the will of God, on what God is calling us to do. We can't start falling asleep uh, about this word. We can't start falling asleep about striving for holiness. We cannot fall asleep about being set apart from the world. We can't fall asleep by keeping the standards of the kingdom of God. We can't start sleeping on them, being watered down by this world. We can't do that. We got to stay woke. <laughs> you know, I know that's a word in our generation, but uh, we got to stay awake, y'all. We really do. We got to stay awake. All right. So I appreciate it. The word of God in my life. I really do. I appreciate the word of God in my life. That's what keeps me sober. The word of God. Every morning, every night, through the middle of the day, the word of God, knowing the word of God, that's what keeps me sober, keeps me going, keeps me focused, keeps me reaching for the high calling. The word of God. Start off there, you guys. Start off by letting the word of God wean you off things that don't need to be there because the word of god is powerful it's active and it's alive it's powerful active and alive revelations three and three remember then what you receive and heard keep it and repent if you will not wake up i will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come against you, the underground. 